Thunder Media. On this episode of Inside Motorsport, we speak with Dennis Newland on the launch of his latest Speedway Classics magazine. I hope you'll stay with us. It's great to catch up once again with Australian Speedway Hall of Famer and publisher Dennis Newland. Dennis, uh, thanks for joining us once again as Hitting the Stands, another edition, number five, in fact, of Speedway Classics magazine. Happy New Year to you and congratulations on a, uh, another labour of love. Yeah, well, first of all, thanks for inviting me on your show, Craig, and Happy New Year to you and all your listeners. Um, yes, a labour of love, but um, hard work at that, and um, it has been published and is now out and about at all major news agents around Australia, the latest uh, Speedway Classics number five in the Revival series. And uh, again, another buffer issue, uh, this one 124 pages, full colour and full gloss, Craig. And covering a number of different topics right around the world from uh, Sydney to Brisbane and even over to the United States where you did take a look at Lloyd Ruby's career. Yeah, uh, one, of, one of the highlights of the issue, in fact, is um, Lloyd Ruby, the man who sadly uh, is probably remembered more for not winning the Indianapolis 500 because of so many opportunities that uh, he was denied within the latter stages of the race when he was in a winning position. Quite an incredible story. I mean, this man's luck at Indianapolis over his career, he did have luck, but it was all bad luck. And a remarkable story. Yes, it is indeed. And, of course, one of the stories that, uh, well, we certainly learnt more about was Blair Shepherd and how he made the Brisbane the offy capital of the country. Oh, yeah, very much so. Now, now Blair Shepherd um, is one of these uh, affable characters, a great personality of the sport, um, and, and a man from another era in every sense of the word, not only the fact that he was a star of national speed car racing in the 60s, but he, he was flamboyant and colourful and, and, and very much an attraction for the sport. We need personalities. And he was one of the real solid goal personalities of the 60s era, backed it up with magnificent Offenhauser speed car equipment. And uh, his team, um, Blair, won the 1969 Australian Speed Car Championship. And the following year, his teammate Bob Morgan, driving for WRM Performance Cars Offenhauser's team, um, also won the Australian title. So, uh, but, but, a, but a very nice man, Blair Shepherd, 90 years of age and still as chirpy as ever. Uh, enjoyed he, having a chat with him on his birthday last year. And, um, yeah, all, always a story that I, over the years, I've written a few on Blair and his success story in the sport. And, and, a, and a great person, a really nice man. Mm, and you can hear an extended interview with Blair Shepherd on the Inside Speedway program at sportradio.com.au as well. Look, fascinating that you've looked into the Speedway histories of the titles of the sidecars and sedans in this issue. Yeah. Now, 
Um, I wanted to come up with a very good sidecar story and a very good sedan story. We Probably in the Revival series, we, we've done a couple of sedan stories, but nothing of any substance that really was befitting a Speedway Classics editorial policy. So I spoke to um, Kevin Andrews, actually... Of course, we know Kevin in more latter years as a as a um, liberal politician, but of course he was also uh, a very competent speedway journalist back in the late seventies through the decades of the eighties in the auto action publication. In fact, he and I always shared a page in the fortnightly edition of Auto Action. So I've had a long time association with Kevin. And, of course, he was the man who we had a chat and um, communicated with emails, and that's how we came up with the story. He's done an excellent job. He really has covered the national scene in sedan racing. In in that 70s era when it was very, very popular, and still is, I might add, but he's captured it all very, very well. Um, he did a, did a very good job, as I say. Now, the sidecars, um, a long-time correspondent of mine by the name of Mark Neal from Adelaide. Now, Mark goes back a long, as I said, a long-time correspondent with National Speedway Illustrated, go, going back to the late 70s, early 80s era and uh, he's um, he's a bike man primarily but he can write car stories but he, he does have um, a very good backup of statistics and history particularly on solo and sidecar racing so he was the obvious choice to come up with a story on the history of the Australian sidecar championship so that went over um really well because he has covered a lot of ground, a lot of interesting information in the story. And, Craig, while on the sidecars in this issue, um, I was delighted, absolutely delighted, to put together a story um, on a sidecar passenger by the name of Lynn Judd. Now, Lynn... Uh, I, I like human interest stories, and that's also what Speedway Classics is about, a human interest angle. Now, Lynn was the perfect subject. Um, as an 18-year-old old girl, she wasn't interested in going to discos or registered clubs or nightclubs of a Saturday night in Sydney, as most teenager girls would do. No, no. She wanted to hang off the side, the back of a sidecar racing at the Sydney showground. <laughs> Quite an incredible person in her own right. Very, very nice person and has a story to tell. And we've told it in this Speedway Classic. Mm. And so, Dennis, another interesting part of Speedway is the value cars are becoming in the well in the corporate world almost because uh, unless you're in a corporate position you're not going to be able to afford some of these cars which were you know literally brought together out of spare parts when they were being raced around the the various racetracks like the showground and the Ecca and Rolly Park. Well, we're obviously talking about uh, Tasmanian businessman, highly successful business, businessman, Chaz Kelly. Now, Chaz has got the ultimate man shed, as the headline of the story reads. He has got some of the most famous oval track speedway cars 
in the sport's history. Um, I can just give you a few examples. The Howard Linney often houses um, the team, but he's got one of the prime cars, the number 99 car, uh, that was driven by the likes of Bob Tattersall, Mike McGreevy, Parnelli Jones, Henry Penns. You know, the icons of USAC midget racing drove this particular car. Chaz has got it in his Tasmanian um, man shed. Um, you know, sprint cars that Larry Nixon won his 1968 United States Auto Club Sprint Car Championship. That's in there. There's there's some incredible cars. Um, I mean, the Shorty Templeman midget. Uh, the Shorty Templeman was a three-time USAC national midget champion. He's got one of his cars. I mean, how he's procured some of these cars, it's all in the story. But it is an incredible story. This man has got more speedway cars than probably anyone in the world. I might add Chas Kelly is also a very, very successful businessman. Sea uh, Road Tasmania, that's that's his operation. Um, very, very successful. Um, and he's he's um, he's got this great love of these famous racing cars, and and also even even street cars and and family cars. Um, um, trucks, utes, bikes, yeah, that's all there. It, it's great pictures to back up the story in this latest Speedway Classics. We'll have more from Dennis Newland next week on the show. Until then, keep smiling and bye for now. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.